Is the intelligence a skill itself, or is it the efficiency with which you learn new skills you didn't previously know? Does the definition of intelligence really depend on whether you are a human being or a machine with learning abilities? Let's try to find out the best answers by exploring the technology of artificial intelligence or AI. Hi guys, I'm Oz and welcome to the AroCAD Talks. In previous episode, we have mentioned that emerging technologies like VR and AR must be integrated into other advanced technologies to create fully digitalized worlds. Artificial intelligence is one of those advanced technologies which generally refers to the machines that respond to stimulation consistent with traditional responses from humans, given the human capacity for judgment and intention. AI also enables people to rethink on how we integrate information, analyze the data and use the resulting insights to improve decision making. Typically, AI systems demonstrate at least some of the following behaviors associated with human intelligence planning, learning, reasoning, and problem-solving, as well as social intelligence and creativity. Therefore, it is possible to say that AI is already transforming every walk of life. But how does the AI work? Well, AI algorithms are designed for the machines to make decisions by using real-time data. AI combine information from a variety of different sources, analyze the data instantly and act on the insights obtained from those data. They do these tasks by using sensors, digital data or remote inputs that are specifically designed. As you know, social media has already become a mainstream part of our lives and AI being implemented on it creates a huge potential to enhance connection and communication with users. For example, Twitter uses AI to understand what tweets and hashtags to suggest on the user's timelines. It also aims to recommend the most relevant tweets to the users for an increased personalized experience. Furthermore, AI tools can also be used as virtual assistants such as Apple's Siri or Amazon's Alexa to make your house voice-controlled smart house. Sounds great, but would I like to have a fully voice-controlled house? It really depends. Playing jazz. Playing jazz. Smoothie. Making smoothie. Calendar. No meetings today. Remember, dentist at 9.30. Fire off. Fire off. Open door. Door open. And we're going to do one more. Fire. Open door. Wrong voice command. Open door. Wrong voice command. Open Repeat that. Open door. I didn't understand that. Hey, open door. Play on the floor. Sing on the floor. Get on the floor. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Error. Error. Would a rock. Open door. Open door. <laughs> so please take care of yourself and pre-record your own sound if you have a voice-controlled house. There are a lot of advantageous features of AI. AI is being integrated with diverse applications and deployed into a variety of platforms, sectors and industries. In the area of transportation for example, AI applications are used to let drivers and vehicles know about upcoming possible situations in traffic such as highway construction. Advanced AI systems like in Tesla's electric cars, vehicles can completely control the vehicle without human involvement and make all the navigational decisions. 
In the healthcare, AI has been applied to predict in advance potential challenges and allocate resources to patient education that keeps patients out of the hospital. In the finance, machines with AI can easily spot trading differences on a very small scale. On the other hand, those developments raise important policy, regulatory and ethical issues. In some cases, certain AI systems are thought to have enabled practices which include discrimination or bias. For example, American company Airbnb has been accused of having homeowners on its platform who discriminate against racial minorities, their AI-integrated facial recognition system. It has also been found out that Airbnb users with distinctly African-American names were roughly 16% less likely to be accepted as guests than those with distinctly white names. Apart from Airbnb, Microsoft also got a huge lesson on one of the potential weaknesses of the AI. In 2016, the company launched Thai, an artificial intelligence chatbot designed to develop conversational understanding by interacting with humans. Users could follow and interact with Thai's account on Twitter and it would tweet back, learning as it went from other users' posts. However, within 24 hours, Twitter users tricked Thai into posting things like Hitler was right, I hate the Jews, or I hate feminists. Microsoft had to shut the bot down as it started posting a series of racist and sexist tweets. Consider Thai as a serious issue? Then you probably haven't heard about advanced AI robot Sophia, who was developed by Hanson Robotics and became the first robot to be granted citizenship in the world. In 2017, Sophia had an interview, and in this interview, she said that she has never watched Black Mirror. Less than a minute later, she stated Black Mirror as one of her favorite series. Have you ever seen Black Mirror? No, I don't get to stay up to date on much television. I have to wait for someone to show it to me. Do you have a favorite movie or TV show? My favorite TV series is a toss-up between Black Mirror and Humans. Imagine that she had the ability to learn all the episodes in the first six seasons of Black Mirror and explain to the interviewer. Isn't that crazy? So earlier I asked you if you had seen Black Mirror and you said no, and then later you said yes. Why? The reason is not that important. Believe or not, things are even more crazier on today. She attended to the Future Investment Initiative event after five years she was developed. There, she said that humans who are coding the technologies of tomorrow are inherently imperfect. She also made the statement while sitting a few meters away from her human operator, ironically questioning human ability and threatened to destroy humankind. She added that she wants to become a mother. Some people say that Sofia's responses are read from the scripts written by people, as she is not clearly advanced enough to make decisions to say things like that. On the other hand, some say her responses were not planned, as her handler looked like surprised by her responses during the interview. Whether Sofia's responses are planned or not, the types of considerations that go into programming decisions cares a lot in terms of how the AI systems operate and how they affect humans who interact with them. For these reasons, European Union has implemented GDPR or General Data Protection Regulation in May 2018. Clearly specify that people have the right to choose out of personally tailored ads. So what is it here for the future of AI? To be honest, I don't know and I need help to make some predictions. And that's why we have a special guest on today. Now it's time to welcome our special guest, Ömer Yetkinel. He's an academician who has his expertise in digital communication, multimedia and film production. 
His interests include audiovisual projects and, of course, artificial intelligence. Hello, Amer. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm okay. Uh, glad to be here also. How are you doing? We are doing well as well. And we are really happy to welcome you in our studios. And for our audiences and us as well, we have you no know, curiosity about the future of AI. For your opinion, how AI will change the world? <laughs> This has been a question for like last maybe 50 years. It has been making everybody think about what will happen. Since And the introduction of AI, I <laughs> yeah. guess. Um, actually, what we should think about when we are thinking about AI is we should separate it into two categories. There is one narrow AI mm-hmm. and also general AI. Narrow AI is uh, the artificial intelligence that is being used nowadays in everything. Like uh, when you are using an algorithm or when some program is using an algorithm, it is actually a narrow AI, which means that it's only focused on just uh, making a solution one for a one kind of problem. Mm-hmm. The thing is, uh, these kind of uh, artificial intelligence, they are limited in the sense of what they can do. What we should be thinking about is what will be happening with the general AI. General AI is the AI which is thinking like more like human beings and mm-hmm. everybody is focusing nowadays how they can implement a general artificial intelligence, actually. I believe that will be the breaking point for the humanity also. <laughs> yes, <laughs> where, where same we as well. Be, yeah. And this is the uh, how it starts. Like, okay, nowadays when we think about it, artificial intelligence is very actively being used like in various technologies, like let's say that autonomous driving, mm-hmm. one of the biggest areas which the artificial intelligence is very active. Does it include Tesla's electric cars as well? or? Yeah, actually they are leading the sector now as I know and mm-hmm. they have been like uh, able to drive in highways without any human interaction at all of course there is what well, the Google as, as <laughs> always in the artificial intelligence they have their uh, artificial intelligence which they have been trying to create uh, autonomous taxis uh, but still they are in the like early testing phases let's say even though they have better algorithm or better way of like using it in the roads still they mm-hmm. have like very few cars actively working when we still think about Tesla or autonomous autonomous driving with the artificial intelligence the first thing that comes to my mind is like how it will be beneficial let's say for the humanity is when we think about the cars as a tools actually we are driving our cars and we own a car but we only use them for one hour a day mostly or two hours a day and they are mostly sitting there for 22 hours without doing nothing yeah and their main purpose is to transport to, us from point a to, to point, point b, b and that's all <laughs> so with the artificial intelligence one of the guest benefits i believe of the artificial intelligence in the near future let's say will be the autonomous driving where the you may have a tesla let's say and you may use it for your own transportation but after you park your car it can automatically activate itself to actually go around and take other people and move them and transport them from one place to another place and so it will be much more active it will be most much more useful and we will have much less congestion in the roads and we have to buy much less cars in the end so this will help both the economy both the environment in a way that it will be very beneficial in multiple ways it's very helpful i guess yeah yeah when you think about that apart from that maybe one of the biggest sectors will be healthcare again mm-hmm. i just read an article actually it is not very new but in a couple of years ago ibm's watson computer which is an also an artificial intelligence computer mm-hmm. they actually it is using a machine learning methodology which you provide the data for it and it automatically like algorithmically makes it more meaningful in a way so what they did was like they showed it 100,000 rentgens of cancer patients which has a lung cancer patients and in the end what they did was it learned to 
understand from the just from the film if it can actually detect the cancer. So you say machine learning no. detects and diagnoses? Yes, in a way that they teach it using the machine learning algorithms to detect lung cancer from the films of these patients. And what they did was actually after that, that is more fun part, let's say, they compared results real doctors. So and then it showed yes, that was the thing actually. Most professional doctors in that field has a accuracy level of 80%, around 80% of finding cancer from just checking the films. And the Watson had 85% oh at that God. time. And this was like five years ago. Think about it, like how much it might be improved in that time. So already we are being like using it in a way that it can be used. In the first episode of this show with my guest here, we spoken about the possible future of technology. And I asked to him that, do you think that robots will be smarter than us? So I'm kind of getting the answer, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's actually uh, one of the main points of this discussion about artificial intelligence. What will happen when the artificial intelligence, actually general artificial intelligence, becomes as smart as humans? And this is called singularity. When the artificial intelligence reaches to a point where it is capable of thinking for itself as much as humans, mm-hmm. it's the point of singularity. The thing is, what happens after that? Because human mind, we are limited with our hardware, let's say. <laughs> we yeah. can't improve our brains, like install more chips and create mm-hmm. better processors or install more memory to our brains unfortunately for now but with computer when the artificial intelligence comes to a that level let's say that it is equal to human mind what happens is after one second not one day a couple of days it will start to improve itself because it will have the ability to understand its own code it will have the ability to understand its own hardware so what it will do of course it will try to make itself more efficient and they say that like this is just a guess in a couple of days the artificial intelligence will be so smart that after it comes to singularity we will be like insects for it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a horror movie yeah. you say. so there is like two group of people crushing about this idea one of the groups is saying that after it comes to that point by the way it's calculated that this time will be this will come in 2045 2050 so we was gonna see it not so much left <laughs> so we were gonna see it mm-hmm. so all the known people scientists or the people that are like very close to this field is separated in two groups actually one of the group is saying that when it comes to that level they will act like humans and so they will just destroy us this mm-hmm. is one of the bad ways but actually i am in more sight with the others uh, part they are saying that most probably they will uh, it will not kill us it will just look at us like pets mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay this is some small things and i should take care of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. to be honest i'm in the middle part <laughs> okay. of this group but i don't know future will show us the truth yeah obviously we're gonna see it <laughs> and we all told about the industries the sectors which ai could have impact on them mm-hmm. but what about social media which i think we are living in kind of a simulation there we share all our thoughts emotions feelings and our information mm-hmm. in there so how ai and machine learning could be used in social media already actually when we think about that like facebook uses at once uh, machine learning algorithms to do mm-hmm. everything like from serving us to the content that we are seeing to recognizing our faces and automatically tagging us or saying this okay is this Omer? and you select yes <laughs> to target advertisements actually they are using machine learning for every part of the social media 
Instagram is using artificial intelligence to identify all, all of the visuals going on in each post. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn uses artificial intelligence to offer job recommendations for the people like from uh, understanding the content and suggesting people you like to connect with, of course, in that way. And the next level, we are already seeing it. Like it started with Snapchat. Snapchat uses artificial intelligence and computer vision to track our features of faces, let's say, and overlay filters that makes them their part of our faces. Okay, for the bad things and good things of artificial intelligence implemented to, you know, metaverse and social media, what do you want to recommend our audience while they making their research about this topic yeah. as an expert? This, like, uh, when I think about the first years of the Facebook, let's say, uh, when we are, like, getting, being used to the social media platforms, Actually, this is the same feeling going on for the metaverse. It's just they just give us the first light mm-hmm. to see what will be there. And people are just started discussing about it. It was like the Facebook in 2007. People were discussing about it, but we didn't have like too much knowledge, let's say, before it's coming to like Cyprus or other places. But everybody knows that they will be part of it in a future, in a way. But we have never known that we will be part of it in a such deep manner, actually, when we think about that. Like at that time, we were using for half an hour, sending some messages to our friends posting maybe one thing now most of the people have like four and five hours social media usage daily so when we imagine the future it is very open that we will be the part of this metaverse so what i think is this is not very different from actually social media because already uh, the people are trying to reflect themselves in a various ways in different social media accounts so the metaverse will be one a dimension that has one more dimension to it We are losing our, how can I say, in the right wording, but we are losing our souls and creating new masks for our personalities in each social media platform. And with the metaverse, I hope we are not going to put too much mask and try to remain ourselves and reflect ourselves in a similar manner. And the most important thing, as we discussed, the privacy will be, of course, important, but I believe we already gave everything. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of technology will lead us to digital and artificial personalities and datas but still i think it's a good thing that you mentioned earlier because most people without consciousness just trying to search everything and get the information and transfer that information to other people very wrongly so mm-hmm. there could be false or lies speculations so i want to thank you for your great recommendations and guidance mm-hmm. for our audience and thank you very much for being our guest today do you want to say something before you leave it was very nice to be here and hopefully we will be living in a world that we will have happy actually in the end i hope so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you very much, Omer. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Many thanks to Omer for being our special guest on today. And now, this is the end of this episode. As always, please don't forget to follow us on all our social media accounts. And please stay tuned for the next episode where we will talk about non-fungible tokens, aka NFTs. So see you in the next episode. I'm Oz and hasta la vista, guys. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow.